Welcome to Relate with Miss Lisa and Ruben. Welcome to our third season with Miss Lisa and Ruben. Alrighty then, take a listen to episode 7 of season 3. We're calling it Communication 101, part 2. Listen to this relatable, transparent segment of Miss Lisa and Ruben as they lay their hearts on the line. We talked about before, you know, uh, being transparent. You know, if you have a problem with being transparent with your mate, you know, well, yeah, communication is going to be a problem. If you have a problem of airing dirty laundry in your life that you think that may never come up in your relationship, but you're not for sure, well, yeah, communication is going to be a problem for you. Anything you're hiding, anything that uh, has the appearance or, or smells like uh, secrecy or something, yeah, communication is going to be a problem for you. So you have to, the point is, work within yourself. Go to the Lord in prayer. Ask him to help you. Because if you're never going to communicate or you was somewhat of a communicator or if, it, it's, or if you had problems in relationships before because your mate told you you don't know how to communicate. Um, instead of brushing it off, it may be some truth in that. Uh, take it to God. Ask God to show you yourself. And once he show yourself, he'll, he'll ask him to clean you up. So you can communicate properly. Because you can't forget who you represent. You know, I don't want to be one of the ones that he say, all those who say, Lord, Lord, won't make it into the kingdom of heaven. I want to make it into the kingdom of heaven. I know I want if I'm calling his name, I know him. I communicate with him. And he say, you shall know them. And you so you will know other people that communicate with him. In fact, I think that's why you and I communicate so well. We had one hiccup since being with each other. By now, most people would have had or I've had a relationship. We on our 10th or 11th hiccup. It's like, OK. We having too many disagreements. What am I going to do here? Apparently, apparently uh, we're not communicating properly. And that's another tool. Once you make your mind up to communicate, now you got to learn how to communicate properly because that person has feelings just like you. And that's basically just working on your delivery or holding back certain things you know you should not say that's inappropriate. And you're going to say it just to get an edge up, get a leg up on your mate, you know, show them who's boss. All of that is not necessary in communication. Communication is two people sitting down or taking a ride or sitting at a dinner table in a restaurant facing each other or sitting next to each other and having a heart to heart, mind to mind communication. And I like to add, you can tell when a couple is comfortable communicating with each other because they tend to talk about anything and make a storyline out of it. Look at that salt and pepper shaker. Man, I wonder who made that. Well, it's probably somebody that made it. You know, it's I've heard couples do that. They're not even talking about nothing, but they're they're so engaged with each other, communicating so well. She's not disagreeing with him. He's not disagreeing with her. He, I, I like that way of doing it. He say, well, okay, I see your point, honey. But what about this? Well, look at that. That's him saying, I see you. I don't agree with what you're saying. I think it should be this way. But he put it, his delivery was, I see your point, honey. But what do you think about that? He said, I hear what you're saying, even though I don't, I don't agree with it. This is what I think should happen. <laughs> So it's how, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. go ahead. I, I just think when you said that, um, I think that was a very important point that we can agree to disagree because I, I don't, I, I think the expectation that as a couple, you're going to agree a hundred percent on everything all the time is unrealistic Amen. because you're not. Amen. Amen. So we can agree to disagree, but don't let that become a wedge in the relationship. Uh, best way to do it that helped me, you create a focal point. 
to stay on course. Once you decide it, okay, I'm going to be a better communicator. I'm going to be better at my communication. I'm going to work on my delivery. And understand that you do have the power to think about something before you say it. <laughs> you do have the power to determine if, is this going to be accepted? Will it be received in the way I hope it to be received? So you have to work on, you know, I'm getting ready to have this conversation. This is what I want. This is what I like to see happening. But how do I convey that? Uh, and God will give you an answer if you truly, if you truly, you know, uh, honest about it, He'll give you, give you an answer. I mean, you just got to wait for it. I mean, if you haven't gotten an answer, that's something you shouldn't be talking about right now. Because you ever had those conversations with somebody where you know about the subject, oh, and you're ready for it. You've done, the, you got the homework, the back work, the, the front work. You do it in your sleep. Oh, I can talk about this, and you're ready to take over the conversation. Then somebody else who got just as much knowledge ready to take over the conversation too and there's pushback you know you in communication you have to know which is uh admired you have to know when to sit back and let that person get everything they got to say out out of them even if you don't feel like it if you love them you wait for them you know and sometimes if they they're just circling going over over and over yeah you got to interrupt them okay honey you know you said that two times already you know in a, in a nice general way because you know sometimes you, you can tell that person a person has been sitting on something for a long time because he or she felt they couldn't communicate with you and then once you let, let open that door open that door man they just going on and on and on. you got the point the first time you don't understand why they're going on and on okay i got the point so i mean communication can be abusive is what my point is uh you got to be able to know how to reel a person back that's trying to communicate with you. Let them know, hey, I got it. Assure them you got it. You know, and where it doesn't become a debate, a dis or a discussion, or a dialogue about communication, it should be something to just as simple as a hug. Give me a hug, baby. A big one, one of them bear hugs. So, you know, commun communication has always been a tough issue uh through the years growing up, i watched people break up and then i would hear them say because of lack of communication and well you have to pick one of the laws what fits under lack of communication okay well we're going to divorce under uh irreconcilable differences and so the courts had to create a fancy word for two people wanting to divorce because they don't know how to communicate with each other to me that's a that's uh, unfathomable. Uh, the, the idea of not being able to connect with a, another human being. If you had a problem with that, that'd be one thing. But when I see you go and openly have conversations with someone that is not your mate, someone that you're not dating, oh, you're freely talking to them. Oh, all, all of a sudden, all of this conversation. But when we go to dinner, we go to lunch, or we go sit somewhere, you have nothing to say. Like you said, Miss Lisa, on one of the podcasts, you can't understand uh, that couple that was sitting behind us that day and with the kid, they wasn't communicating with each other at all. And it's crazy not to have anything to talk about. And I agree with that. I mean, it, even if even if I have to talk about Carton, Donald Duck, I'm, 
I'm gonna just sometimes just bringing up silly. Some you know I understand people don't. Sometimes people don't know how to communicate. I met people like that. Sometimes just bringing up a subject matter can spark a communication. Now you know if the other person don't want to communicate because you you throw a question at them. What, what, what do you think about the weather? Man, this weather is sure going crazy. Like, what, what you got up for tomorrow? And if they say, oh nothing, and then leave it there, <laughs> then they want to communicate. Probably don't want to communicate with you. But if they're spicy with their answer, oh yeah, they're waiting for you to start a communication. So you know it's it's vital to a relationship. I, I know I went on and on with that, but it's vital to a relationship. I lived it, and then heard from the people. They finally heard my point only after we broke up. And hopefully they're doing good in their new relationships with what I've been trying to tell them. Communication is vital in a relationship. You can't just choose. Well, I'm just not going to say nothing. I'm just going to shut up. That's not an option. That's just like saying, well, I'm just going to throw this relationship. Well, I don't even want it anymore. You may as well say that if you're going to threaten to stop communicating about anything. Very good point. And thank you for all of the knowledge that you contributed to helping uh, me and everyone else understand uh, not only the importance of communicating, but just um, how truly vital it is. And, you know, every relationship is different, and that's why you need to talk. You know, if, if we're two grown-ups that have jobs or there's kids in the picture, um, there are some things you should automatically know you need to communicate. Uh, but again, let's not assume. So you go to your partner and say, hey, you know, I'm going to let you know if I'm running late for work. I'm going to let you know if something happens, you know, if I have a car accident or something bad happens. Um, just some, again, have that conversation. You know, what are some things that you would like for me to always tell you? I'm not going to assume because I could assume wrong. And then we end up in trouble because I think that, you know, you should know and you don't know. Right. That's the thing. That's uh, that's something that I, I honestly still would admit to. I assume I, when I communicate with people, I assume that they have the information in their head already about what I'm communicating with them about. And I'm surprised and, and, and I'm surprised to learn that they didn't get the memo. What I'm saying that I'm thinking is commonplace that everybody Oh, everybody knows this. Everybody knows that. Uh, I've been kicked a couple times like, hey, Ruben, everybody don't know that. Well, I thought they did. So I immediately put it, okay, it must have been a communication breakdown somewhere because how did I get this information? And it seems to be valuable information because everybody wants it. But they, they didn't get the information. And it, it just boils down to people just have different experiences in life. Everybody don't have the same experience in life. Everybody may be able to agree that I've been in a car wreck before, but everybody's car wreck experience is, is story isn't going to match yours. Yeah, some things are, yeah, my neck was hurting too, but it's always going to be variations of, uh, of the uh, car wreck. They said, well, mine didn't go like that. Man. So the assumption aspect is huge to avoid when you're trying to communicate. And it's so it's so crazy, you know. Communication skills is something you should have learned in elementary school in those social classes. They put you in learning how to socialize. But you know, since life you just mentioned that. Huh? <laughs> since you mentioned that, for our younger audiences, uh, they don't teach those classes in school anymore. Join us again for another transparent, exciting, and opinionated 
episode of Relate with Miss Lisa and Ruben. Okay, family, happy dating.